The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. I'm your host, Intuitive Counselor, Victoria Shaw. And today I have a really fun topic. Not really a new topic, but a fun topic to chat about. And that is the law of attraction. And this idea that we are constantly attracting into our space and into our reality and into our lives that which we are putting out right? And so the idea too, that we are powerful creators of our very own lives. And that is just how life works. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. Definitely not a new theme for the show at all. Um, But today I want to talk a little bit about one of the common misconceptions around the law of attraction, that it just involves money, right? That it just involves us bringing in material things and how sometimes that focus on just the material kind of leaves us longing and not understanding the full force of our creative potential as conscious creators, as people that, as Abraham Hicks would say, are you know deliberately creating our lives as opposed to just sort of creating inadvertently, not realizing that we are actually, you know, drawing those things into our lives that we either desire or maybe not so much. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I really had this feeling because I was talking to a friend and, you know, sharing a little bit about my life and they were saying, wow, you know, you are such a powerful, powerful manifester. And um, they were referring to some material things, right? Some material stuff. And look, everything that we bring into our space, right? Your home, your job, your partner, your friends, your relationships, your dog, your bank account, every single thing that you, your thoughts, the thoughts in your very own head, what you're feeling, every part of your human experience, right? You are manifesting. You are manifesting because if you look at this, like life is sort of like a waking dream, right? And you're dreaming it up as you experience it, right? And so everything that you experience is working according to the law of attraction. Now, you might stop here and go, I am certainly not doing this. I am certainly not desiring this. I am certainly not wanting this. Why is it happening? Well, what happens is, as we get into earth school and we get into our human bodies and our human lives, we get a lot of conditioning. We learn what it is to be human. We learn what it is to be who we are, who we are, meaning our, our human personality, right? So at some point, yours truly learned what it meant to be Vicky Shaw. That's who I was when I was a child, <laughs> right? And I learned all sorts of things about myself as you learned about yourself from the experiences that I had and, and most notably from you probably 
you know, the way that my earliest caregivers responded to me, my needs, my moods, all of that good and maybe not so good stuff, right? And that's how we learn about ourselves, each other in the world. And that sets up the program, or you could say the curriculum for the rest of your life. And again, curriculum is a tricky word because we often have this misconception that life is sort of a pass-fail, right? Am I getting it right? Am I getting it wrong? Again, that's that beautiful binary dualistic thinking, right? You cannot get this life thing wrong. I just want to pause and say that you cannot get it wrong. No matter what you're doing, how you're doing it, you are beautiful. You are lovable. You are amazing. And your higher spiritual self plus all of your spirit friends on the other side are a thousand percent cheering you on, honoring you and loving you for every step that you take just because you've had the bravery and just the amazingness to take that on. Okay? So I just want you to know that. That, you know, in human form, we often, everything becomes judgmental and evaluative. And and I get it. Like, we all want to be the best that we can be. And I honor that in you and in me, giving myself a big kiss around that. Because, you know, it's it's really a lovely thing. But at the same time, there's there's no judgment involved. Wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. But we learn through life and we grow through life and we expand and we explore. And so another way of putting it, the guides say, is, you know, you have this curiosity to grow and expand in a particular way or a particular direction. And that curiosity, that desire is what brought you to earth. And that desire also set up all the components of your human experience, right? And a lot of those you know, were form a lot of the ideas about how the world works and who you are, you know, as a human personality were formed early in life so that throughout your life, you could work with that. You could work with that and use that as sort of the blueprint for exploring and expanding your life. So I love the way the guides just said that because it feels so much more empowering, right? It doesn't feel like, oh, no, I set up this test and now I'm failing it because you can't fail. You can't fail. It's all about just being here, showing up, and doing the thing. And you're doing it. You're doing it, my beautiful friends. You are doing it, and you are doing it beautifully. So I'm just going to pause for a minute so that you can hear that. And when you set up that curriculum or that blueprint with your highest self, with your experiences, with all the people in your world that you probably knew on some level might not show up exactly as you wanted them to, and I'm sure some of them showed up just fine, and the world in general, right? Because a lot of that curriculum too and that blueprint is not just by what we experience directly, but we're energy beings. And so, you know, we we have the ancestral patterning. We have what we intuit from our parents their belief system. So a lot of what they say and do matters, but some of it's actually picked up sort of on a more energetic level as well. So all of that becomes part and parcel of who you think you are and how you think the world works. And it is from that place that we continue to create our lives. We continue to create. We continue based on our beliefs, right, to draw into our space things that are resonant with what we believe about ourselves in the world. And that is how the law of attraction works. Now, the guides are nudging me and they're, they're asking me to pause. So I want to tune in and see if I can hear what they are saying because I'm sure it's going to be just really good. Ah, I love this. And they're saying that they want you to know that the law of attraction starts actually before you're born. 
okay? It starts before you're born because it is an ever and ongoing process. So it was the law of attraction to some extent that brought you into this physical form to begin with. And karma too. And I always use the term karma. If you've been listening to this show before, you know this. If you haven't, you'll hear it again. Karma is not punishment the way that I use the term. It is not, oh, you did a bad thing and now you know a bad thing has to happen to you. That is a very rudimentary and in my mind, incorrect idea of karma. When I use the term karma, I just mean sort of unfinished business from other other bodies, right? Things that you want to explore from a different angle or a different set of eyeballs. And that's what we do in this little game of life. And my understanding is our lifetimes are not sequential either. So you're actually, you're doing it all at the same time, but it's just hard to understand that when you're in a human body because we have linear time. But anyway, just put that aside. <sighs> but Karma is just exploring the same theme from different perspectives and sometimes just taking something that, you know, created a curiosity or maybe created a confusion in one lifetime, picking it up and, you know, figuring it out again from another perspective of another life, okay? But all of those forces put together, and the guides say too, along with your intense curiosity and desire to explore and to expand and to learn and to grow and to understand your own true nature from a different perspective than the one that you had when you just knew your own divine nature because you just you just lived that, <laughs> experienced that, were that is another way of putting it. I think we often think of lived as you know a human thing. All of those things brought you to exactly where you are today. And where you are today, again, is a beautiful and perfect thing, even when it doesn't feel that way. And I got to tell you, it doesn't always feel that way to me either. And in those moments where it doesn't, I just love myself. I just love on myself as much as I can. So I hope that for you too. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24 through 26, at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Back to the thread that we started with. So the law of attraction, it's not just about material stuff. It's about everything. It's about every aspect of your life you are attracting in. Everything, your thoughts, your feelings, your experiences, the people, everything in this universe works according to the law of attraction. It's just how things flow. And so when we understand that, we free ourselves up more and more to work with that beautiful divine force and to be at one with that fundamental like flow of the universe. And we also, the guides say, free ourselves up to, and I want to get this right from them, to live life with a little less judgment, a little less you know, blame and shame of ourselves of how this thing is supposed to go because we start to understand, you know, how we are co-creating with life and how the name of the game in this human illusion is just to show up and be as present with ourselves and the experience as we can and then let things flow from there. And when we let things flow from there, that's when we experience alignment with our highest and truest selves. And so ironically, that's when you often get what you want, at least in the deepest sense, but you don't do it for that reason. You do it because it feels right and good. 
And the guides say too, and they really want me to make this point, and I'm folding the page over here because I needed to hear this too, for sure. What they want us to know as well is that when you're not aligned, you're not wrong. When you are not aligned, you're not wrong, right? It's the human brain that says, ooh, if I live in a very expensive house, right? And I have a very expensive car and I have a very handsome husband and I have five very successful children and I have a kick butt job and I'm like really, really famous. Ah, wow, that energy doesn't feel good at all when I try it on, right? If you have all of those things, you may be a magnificent manifester of all of those things. And more power to you for manifesting them. I am in awe of the things that people draw into their lives. I think it's beautiful, especially when it's something that hasn't been so easy for me to draw into my life. When I witness it in somebody else, I find it miraculous and so cool. Like, how did you do that? It's like a magic trick, right? And so we can totally honor these things about ourselves, about others. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's not. it has nothing to do with if you're doing the game of life correctly. Okay? Because wherever you are is just perfect. And again, you know, I think the guides or my brain gave us those particular examples because those are a lot of the things that we think we should want, right? You know, and maybe that's why we started with this idea of money because so many people think that that money is what's going to make you happy. One of my dear friends, Lisa McCourt, who I talk about all the time on this show, come to think of it, had a conversation with her the other day and she was so, I love this. She's like, you know, I don't really get jealous about people over having money um, because I have learned knowing people with so many different um, levels of material wealth that, you know, there's just no correlation between what you got and if you're happy. And, you know, if you know Lisa, and she's been on the show a couple of times, her jam is teaching joy. She is a joy trainer. And she's like, you know, money doesn't have anything to do with your joy necessarily. And I I second that anyway. But I love what she was saying because it's really true, right? Sometimes we covet these things that we think we're supposed to want because we think they're going to bring us joy because society as a whole thinks they're important. And none of that has anything to do with your value and worth as a human being, as a soul, as a spirit. And it probably also has nothing to do with your level of happiness unless, of course, right, you're manifesting from joy through joy and those things are returning to you from the joy that you put out. Because when we start to manifest from that energy, a couple of really cool and magical things happen. Number one, we're we're tuning into a deeper level of desire, right? We're no longer desiring from that place of what I think I should have or should want, which is a very human kind of conditioned thing, right? You know, I should be smart because my family really valued education. I should make money because, you know, a man in this world should be able to support his family. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should. Um, Nothing wrong with attracting those things into your lives. And many people spend, you know, most of their earth curriculum just working on how to work that stuff out. Nothing wrong with it. There's no judgment here at all. And at the same time, when we are creating from joy, right, it's a whole nother level. You may have all of those things, but when they come from joy, they are so much more rewarding when you receive them and you start to tune in to what your soul really desires on that deeper level, you know, what the real deep true you would like to experience and express more and more in this human form in this human realm. And that to me is when life gets really magical.
You know, we throw around that term authenticity a lot. And, you know, we've we've thrown it around on this show on more than one occasion. And your authentic self, your true self, your spiritually aligned self, the little spark of the divine that is who and what you really are. When we're able to connect and manifest from there, that's when life gets so delicious and delightful. It also can sometimes be surprising because your mind might have this ever-growing wish list, right, of what you think you want. But when you're able to manifest from that soul place, you might find all sorts of things that you didn't even know that you desired that just fall into your lap and make you so, you know, deliriously joyful. And the other reason why it's nice to manifest from our joy rather than from our more human-mindy things is that what we manifest from joy often brings us the most joy. It's true, right? When we are manifesting from that place of joy, we tend to get back (laughs) what we're putting out, right? And so it becomes deeper, fuller, and just a more joyous experience. And at the end of the day, what you want is to feel good. What you want is to feel good. And oftentimes, you've heard me say this a thousand times if you listen to the show, but I don't think I could say it too many times. At the end of the day, right, we have learned, many of us have learned that well-being and joy and happiness and contentment are things that we have to chase, <laughs> but it is it is right there. It is right there for you right now in any circumstance. And I know we are often trained to look outside into the world and respond to that. And that is okay, my dear friend. You do that. You do that if you need to do that. And I love you. But the more that we can find that within and stream from there and let the joys in the world fill our hearts, right, without being attached to them. That's when we really tune into our full and complete potential as a a deliberate and conscious creator. And that's where we start to get what we really want, which is just to feel good. (laughs) It's just what we want is to feel good. And that feeling of joy, that feeling of contentment, that is actually the natural resting place of your soul. That is your birthright. That is part and parcel of who and what you really are. All right. So we got that. But there's one more topic that I want to kind of come back to. And it's back to this curriculum of life because I think it's important too to understand something about how manifestation works and why it works the way that it does, right? And so, you know, I use the example of money. And you may look out your window and you may say like, wow, you know, money has always been something that I really struggled with. How come it comes so easy for that person? Or you might be a little more like me and you might think like, wow, you know, self-confidence, that's always been a hard one for me. How did this person that I just met, you know, how are they so ridiculously confident, you know, to the soles of their feet, to the top of their head, right? So, So we always can look at other people, what they got. And say, like, how did you do that? How did you manifest that? And what you under have to understand is, first of all, everything is available to you. Everything is available to you. And so if you can see this in somebody else, it is yours for the taking. So know that if you can see someone else who is a magnificent manifester of material wealth, and material wealth is something that you really feel called to do, you know, honoring it in them, you know, enjoying it in them will actually help you bring more of it into your own space as well, right? Because we can be inspired by others. Likewise, you know, watching this new friend's deep confidence in themselves, it's been a wow. It's been a wow to behold. It's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so, you know, I'm drinking that in. I'm like, wow, what might it 
be to walk in those kind of shoes. And I'd like to feel a little bit more like that. Bring it on, bring it on. And again, what we focus our attention on grows. So if you admire something in someone else, right, and you really can feel into that, you can stream that also into your very own space. It can be yours too. But, you know, we have this curriculum that's set up earlier in our lifetimes that's going to just make certain things easier to attract than other things. And again, it doesn't mean that something is right or wrong. And in fact, sometimes the little challenges that we set up for ourselves are exactly what we want because sometimes it's where the clouds are, right? It's, it's learning, you know, you put the little cloud in front of the sun and the sun is still there. The sun is your is your real truth. It's your confidence. It's your ability to create, you know, manifest amazing things. It's whatever it is that you desire. It's your sense of self-love, whatever that is. And that's really what confidence is, right? It's a deep love and appreciation for yourself. And, you know, you are co-creating, you know, with your highest being. But anyway, when we look at others and we see, well, how did they get that or how did they do that? It's important to understand that we're all living a different curriculum. We're all living a different blueprint. Does that mean that you can't have everything that you want? No, I don't see why not. But it does mean that there are different areas in which our soul you know, is wanting to grow and expand. And sometimes on earth, up until now, we grow and expand by making things a little bit more challenging, a little more difficult. And so if you grew up, for example, in a family where money was not you know, flowing easily and readily. And there was a lot of belief systems around not having enough, not being enough, not ever being able to make money. Another one I've heard people say is like, you know, rich people are all jerks, so you don't really want to have money. I mean, there's so many belief systems that can get in the way of our ability to manifest material wealth, right? If you grew up with a lot of those voices in your head, right, this may be an area where your soul and your humanness does not as easily attract material wealth. It does not mean that you are lesser than someone who grew up, say, like like Paris Hilton, right? Who grew up super rich and probably understands that money's that's something I'm always going to have. That's my birthright. That's just who I am, right? So for her, it's probably very, very easy to stream money into her life. And I know nothing about her life. So that was just a random example. <laughs> Maybe she's dead broke now. I don't know, right? But Understanding that, you know, we often attract into our space, you know, that which we know and what we've learned is, you know, who we are, what we are, what we are capable of. And likewise, we may sometimes block things that we don't believe that we are or that we can have. Right. And that's just part of the curriculum or the blueprint of life. And we can change and work with that at any time. I often think of this blueprint that we all sort of fall into in the beginning. And it's a living blueprint, guys. It is not set in stone. It is not set in stone. It's like your astrological chart, right? It's it's just a blueprint. It's alive. You're interacting with it. It's just giving you the touch points and you can change it at any time. And you do change it at any time. And you have changed it. All of you all of you, all of the time. And so wherever there's a sticking point coming up for you, it's just another opportunity to expand, to grow, to learn, and to bring more light into the places where the clouds are a little bit thicker. That's it, right? And we all have the power and we all have that capability. And it really truly is a beautiful thing because every challenge that you've experienced, every place in which you're having a little difficulty fully honoring and loving yourself right now, if those places still exist for you, I know, you know, they do for many of us. All of those things are beautiful invitations to deepen your self-love, to deepen your trust in yourself, in your guides, in life. 
in the universe and in your own powerful potential to get the job done on every level here on this planet Earth. And again, the guys want me to say too, it is, uh, they say misnomer, but I don't know if that's the right word. It's a confusion to believe that you have to have that outside manifestation in order to be okay inside, right? Because it's actually the other way around. When we are okay with what is and we are okay with ourselves, that's actually what frees us up to create. So again, it's letting go of that judgment. It's letting go of that evaluation. It's letting what is be exactly how it is and loving ourselves through it that really gets the job done for us as deliberate creators of our very best lives. And even more importantly, as souls here to express and love ourselves through this incredibly confusing at times, but also just magnificent human experience. And it really, truly is magnificent when you see it from your soul's eye. And hopefully, at least some of the time, if not all of the time, when you see it through those human eyeballs too. So I want to kind of end now with just a few moments of appreciation. Appreciation for you, for everything that you are, everything that you experienced, everything that you've brought to the table in this human existence, for you for waking up every morning and doing what you do best, which is being who you really are, right? And bringing your light and your love and your beauty and your inspiration and your curiosity and your magic to this world. I just want to spend a minute to appreciate that with you. Because that, my friends, is the magic of who and what you really are. And by the way, if you're not feeling so appreciative right now and you're feeling something a little bit different or you're laughing your head off because you're like, what does she want me to do right now? I'm supposed to appreciate that. I just want you to know that your guides, your angels, your higher self is hugging the crap out of you right now and letting you know that everything that you desire in this world is yours for the taking. But what you really and truly desire most of all is to have that beautiful, loving relationship with you, with your highest and truest self and all of your human parts, to love yourself through this amazing human experience and to know all is well, all is well, and you are divine. All right, I'm leaving it there. I hope I wasn't all over the place today. Sometimes I don't know until I listen to these ones again, but it was fun. So I'm going with that. I want to also take a minute, as I always do, to thank you all for tuning in and letting me get to do this because it is just, it is the light of my life to be able to share and connect with you all in this way. That's all I got. Check out all the show notes for all the fun things that I have going on and that I'm offering. But for now, I just want to let you know, I love you and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste.
Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.